And we're live. And we're live. How are you doing today, Sarge? Doing pretty good. Um, you, that's how you start your show, usually. Yeah. I mean, the ones yeah. that I've seen, it's usually and we're live. That's your thing. It, it's become my thing. Yeah. It, unless like I can develop a really decent conversation beforehand and we can just like hit record. Yeah. Um, those are usually pretty good, too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and we're live is the is the uh, the go to go to. We're always uh, for for two brothers one mic our podcast. We're we're always, you know, we we've been doing the same thing. My my brother always leads in the same way. Yeah, and I'm always like, you know, when we were audio, they couldn't see me, so then I would. But they're right. looking right at me now. Yeah, that's weird. And he's like, my brother Tony's here, Tony, and I'm like, oh, they already <laughs> they, they already know they already I'm know I'm here, Joe. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> what am I supposed to pop up from you know the abyss or whatever? You definitely and, should do that. Yeah, wear like a top hat or something. Yeah, I, I well, I told him I said we should do like the Johnny. Now you might not not remember the Johnny Carson show, where mm. Ed McMahon would say, "Here's Johnny," and he would come out from behind the curtain. It's like we're talking about the dinosaur <laughs> ages. Um, before Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel and all those guys, right? Johnny Carson is the uh, the goat. He's maybe. the man. Yeah, he's the man. Him and there was another guy before Johnny Carson, uh, before my time. Letterman. Uh, Letterman was about the same time as Carson. Well, he was after Carson. Okay, but he was Carson was was the man, and then Letterman came on on a different network. Right. At one point, Letterman was supposed to take over for Carson. Wow. There was a big battle there, and there was a big falling out between Jay Leno and Dave Letterman. They had a big falling out. And I, I guess they made amends since, but I watched a documentary where Letterman was actually supposed to get that spot. Wow. And Jay Leno allegedly pulled some pretty shady stuff to get that <laughs> really? spot. Yeah. Yeah. I thought Letterman should have got that spot for the Tonight Show. He did the late show. Letterman did. Um why am I having a hard time remembering? It's the guy who introduced the Beatles for the first time. and Let's uh, see here, late night show. It, well, I don't even think it was a late night show. Who's the guy who introduced the Beatles for the very first time when they were when they first came to America? It's like a it was a huge hit of, of a show. I see the guy. and The audience is screaming right now. Yeah. Yeah, if my mother's watching, she's probably calling me a moron. Uh, Ed Sullivan. Ed Sullivan show. Yeah, yeah, the Ed Sullivan show. Nineteen sixty four. Yeah, so he was around. The Carson was around even then. Wow. Uh, and then, jeez, uh, I watched Carson when I was nine years old, sleeping over my grandmother's. We had no choice, but but it was a pretty cool show. Um, I mean, he was the he's the goat as far as I'm concerned. That started in nineteen sixty two. Uh, the, the Carson, Carson show. show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When were you born? I was born in seventy. So he was eight years in. Wow. But I don't remember really watching Johnny Carson until like, like 77, 78. Okay. Like when Cher and Sonny and Cher were like big guests. Elton John when he was wore his feathers and uh, had his big glasses. And these people were like in their early 20s when I was watching them on like the Johnny Carson right. show. Wow. I think Cher was like 15 the That's first time insane. I seen her. 16 wow. when I first seen her on, on the Johnny Carson show and a couple other talk shows. So I don't know how old she is now, 107. <laughs> and she's dating like a 26-year-old. Yeah. Well, she looks 26. She looks like the bionic woman. Like they <laughs> like they put her in there and you would see. I have names you wouldn't know. Lindsay Wagner was the bionic woman. Okay. <laughs> yep, don't know it's, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, she was the bionic woman and then you had the bionic man. Well, Lindsay Wagner, I think it was Lindsay Wagner was the bionic woman. Uh, that was like a big hit show in the 70s. You didn't miss the bionic woman or the bionic man. No. 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 You didn't miss that. So <laughs> I'm glad I got all that out of the way. This has nothing to do about rising above, by the way, folks. We're just, 
We're just off the cuff right now. We're just chatting. I know. We sat down and I said, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. We just did a podcast. Yeah. Um, what was that like? We did, uh, this is the first time I've ever done two podcasts in one day. It's rough, isn't it? It's it's different. It, yeah. It's different. But I'll tell you what, um, I'd rather do podcasts all day than, than do what we have to do right, <laughs> all day. right now all day. <laughs> and then that's, it's, it's different when it's an obligation. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to an opportunity. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, well, ET, and it's something you enjoy yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, like when I've done a couple of different podcasts in one day, like I did your podcast the yeah. day I lost my voice. Yeah. And uh, I also did a, a podcast earlier that day. Yeah. And like, it's, it's enjoyable. It's fun. But the thing is, it's like mentally taxing. Yeah. It's, it's different. Like you, it wears you out in a different way. Yeah. I know Rogan talks about it because he does like four or five a day, yeah, five or insane. six a day, two, two and a half hours each. So I think that's why he likes that that product that he uh, supports and promotes so much that alpha mm. is it alpha brain alpha brain yeah alpha brain yeah, that stuff's awesome yeah i keep thinking I take, about i keep thinking about trying it and just to see should. what what it's all about they they have other ones too um like they have uh oh crap you, you can just buy like like some uh, cheaper ones at meyer yeah. i've tried those before i take them before podcasts and it really does help yeah. gives you a boost of energy I'm and thinking about doing it get a little bit of mental clarity yeah 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 for sure uh, he swears by it and you know in the beginning you're like okay joe it's your product or it's, it's right something you're getting paid for right but i i hear nothing but good things about it yeah so, no i've i've taken it before and it's it's been a while but yeah it's really good stuff yeah and it tastes good if you mix it in with some water he was saying, he said, if he doesn't take that before his podcast, he's screwed. Like, <laughs> literally, he's in trouble. Well, I mean, the topics that he's discussing are so, like, in-depth. Yeah. Like, he, it's got to be so, and he does it for three hours. Wait, That's got to be so mentally taxing. When you have Jordan Peterson on your show, mm. you better be on your game. Yeah. Because that guy brings a whole different mentality to. Well, and when you have the U.S. government who are, who's <laughs> trying to shut you down, yeah. like, yeah. you definitely have to be on your game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> shut him down. Either that or. I can't remember his name now. Hall of Fame rock and roller. I can't think of a mm. Neil. Uh, oh, Neil Young. Neil Young. Yeah. <laughs> just to make people mad, I just throw that out there. Do you think he's on Spotify again? Uh, I somebody bet he is. told me that he was trying to get back on Spotify, which I don't think he would have to try real hard. No. I mean, Neil Young. Uh, listen, uh, you have to have a certain feel for that genre. Neil Young's a Neil Young is a, is a rock and roll Hall of Famer. I mean, from the seventies and. There's there's a few of his songs that I liked. I wasn't a huge Neil Young fan, but I could see why people love Neil Young. Um, you know, I guess I have to be in a certain mood to listen to a couple of his songs, but I could see why Spotify would want him back. There's got to be millions of people that would oh, yeah. want him back on Spotify. Yeah, I mean, it's Neil Young. It, it's just ridiculous the the avenue he tried to take because you know, well, he's upset. I mean, we've talked about it before, but yeah. the whole cancel culture thing. Like, yeah. I'm I'm not going to be a part of that just because you've talked about this or you said that it's like yeah stop don't what don't, are you doing you can't listen you can't deplatform people that way yeah. you can't i mean don't listen it's 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 that it, simple don't yeah. listen and don't engage yeah i yeah. mean if you if you don't do that if you turn it off when i'm reading a post sometimes and it's getting on my it's like it's irritating it's only human nature that someone's going to say something to irritate somebody yeah right so if somebody is saying something and i don't agree I've caught myself several times where I'll start typing. <laughs> I'll get three paragraphs in and then I'll look in the mirror at myself. Well, not really look in the mirror, but I'll think to myself, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I mean, you know, and I'll probably call myself a few choice names. Why are you going to hit send here? Because yeah. it's, or I've, I've hit send and then, and then <laughs> re you re removed it. <laughs> yeah, edit, delete, gone. Yeah. 
because it's like do you they're not going to respond a, to that no properly and or, it just or, makes or, you look bad yeah, too yeah i uh when i was going through that controversy with that guy i interviewed yeah um there, I mean, so many people were blowing up my posts and one of my comments back to this one lady who would not, like she was just, she kept posting like purposely just trying to dig at me Yeah. Um, and taking personal shots too. And my, re- my response to her, her name was Karen. And so I was like, <laughs> I said, okay, Karen. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I should probably just remove that. Yeah. Just whatever. Yeah. Because yeah. It, when we're, where we're sitting now um, as, as hosts of podcasts, People expect you when you're when that's your platform. People say to you, "Well, you should be able to take that. Mm. You shouldn't be so so sensitive to that when somebody right. attacks you. You should learn how to handle that um, in a more adult type of way." And it just makes me laugh because it's adults that are saying that <laughs> while they're attacking you. That so is what's a very an adult? Good point. So what you're saying to me is you're acting like a child. And yeah, and I can't defend myself. I can't defend myself because <laughs> I, it's my platform. I have to act more professional. Right. But you're acting like an idiot. Right. So, right. But it's okay though because it's not your platform. Have you guys had any um, any controversy like that? We haven't, and people are upset about that. We've had people that'll say to us, "You need to get like." They don't like the fact that me and Joe agree on most things. Uh, I mean, except our childhood. Like we argue about that all the time. <laughs> Uh, I think we were, I think we were going back and forth with you when, when you were on the show last. Yeah, I think yeah you guys were. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's just, it, you know, it's all in, in, in fun and humor. Um, I tell you what, I told Joe, if we would have did this podcast when we were in our teen years back in the 70, you know, early to late eighties, it would have been way different because we would have been going over the table. Mm. I think if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> my mom and dad would tell you. I guarantee you me and Joe got in more than 40 fist fights wow. growing up, like all out swinging <laughs> melees. And you would never know that now. Um, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why it stopped. I retired. Like I literally had a press conference in the middle of the neighborhood. I put a table down. I called everybody out. And it was because we got into it one time in the front yard. I don't remember why. It had to be something stupid. And I, I was, I was, my record was pretty good against, against Joe. Uh, it was pretty good. I, I had the older brother psych on him, right? So he was like my older brother. And so that's always, uh, and then I think one day he just got tired and he put me in a leg lock and I couldn't get out. I I mean, like could not get out. He had me, I could not get out. And when they broke it up and I said, I just went right to the press conference table and i said you know tears in my eyes i i yeah i can see i'm i'm stepping out i'm stepping back now i'm going to reevaluate my career and yeah i knew that it would that the fight was getting tougher and the tougher it was getting i was like i think i better stop i think he's getting more and more serious now so but we just i told him i said if we would have had a podcast back then we'd have we'd have 18 million subscribers watching us like break we probably would be on our 18th laptop or 30th mic set it was just crazy my mom my mom would go nuts we had a dog jasper jasper had anxiety and i'm not even kidding you he had anxiety so when we got in a fight it freaked him out oh he would start gosh. biting us so we're fighting and I like while we're on the ground rolling around throwing punches, I'm getting bit. Joe's getting bit. <laughs> my mom's screaming, Gas! you know, she's yelling for my dad. My dad's like, get in the yard, get out of the house, you know. <laughs> so we fight like we look like WWE. We're like oh. off the back porch into the backyard. <laughs> and the stories, stitches. I remember oh. Joe hitting his head on the stove one time. It was just Oh it, my it was gosh. it was ridiculous. 
And so when people see us now doing podcasts, they're like, wow, I would have never thought. <laughs> you guys settled all your beef. <laughs> yeah, but we that was a long time ago too, though. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I think doing like having that kind of childhood, yeah. it helps formulate your relationship. Yeah. So like you you have this like bond. It creates a bond. It yeah. really does. Yeah. Like as you get older. Yeah, for sure. And and uh, I, I'll tell you, it's it's amazing. I never really looked at Joe as somebody who would get in front of a camera. He's always been the guy behind the camera. That's what he does. You know, he's a technical advisor. He, right. He does camera videography, website development, drone work. And so I never I never saw him. I saw him as the guy behind the camera, me doing a podcast, and him doing the editing. And then he said, well, why don't I step in? And I thought, this this isn't going to work. But I got to tell you, when when I watched our show, like to like critique it, he's better than I am. I, I he I really believe that he his voice he has a commanding his voice commands the room and he is the person who kind of does all the introduction and I do a lot of the, the interviewing part of it yeah but when we have our one on ones and we're talking he brings a ton to the table it's not like he just sits there and stares at me yeah you know like he's well, catatonic or it's got to add like a. I mean, it gives you a good vibe, something yeah. that you can go off of. I mean, because like that's one thing that's hard about like this kind of podcast where it's just me. Like, I just got to, I got to think about all the questions. Yeah. Whereas like, if you have two people and you can kind of vibe and especially because you guys have that relationship, yeah, you have that, that brotherhood that you can kind of like go back into your childhood and reflect on things. Right. It, I think it makes it easier and more fun. It does give us, it gives us extra to add to what we're trying to bring to the table. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, like in, in the rising above podcast and, and you continue to add to that platform. You you you're adding podcasts to your to your network. Yeah, you, you being the host of those podcasts. Yeah, um, <laughs> not just other podcasts. You know, from other people. Right. But um, when we first started this, everybody thought this uh, two brothers one mic, and and we were promoting it as a health and nutrition. You have to pick something for everybody out there who's thinking about doing podcasts. You have to find a specific genre in the industry. They yeah. want to know what your genre is going to be. So we picked health and fitness. Because a lot of our show is about health and fitness, but I think what people thought was, you know, when we talked about the ketogenic diet, when we talked about intermittent fasting, when we talked about calories versus insulin, we were talking about um, uh, um, high intensity interval training, <clears throat> yoga, um, you know, volume versus intensity in your workouts. And then we started, you know, we started adding things like feel good stories like yeah. great stories that we just talked about them. Then we started finding people to interview who were the actual characters in this, you know, real feel good story. Right. And, um, just like interviewing you, right. Yeah. When you told, you told your story when we first interviewed you and now we're, we're going a little bit further and, and diving a little deeper into things. Like, uh, we talk about parenting in the forties and fifties and sixties, mm. as opposed to parenting today. Oh boy. What's the real, you know, real problem and sometimes we get into scripture, we get into the Bible, okay. um, and and we you know we talk a lot about that. What may be missing when it comes to that? And so some people think, okay, I didn't know this was a religious podcast. The podcast is mind, body, and spirit. It's it's what makes you the best you. Right. You could be. I, I tell people you can want to exercise, you could want to eat right, but if your mind's not right, and 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 I think all these other shows we're doing, like when we talk about social media. Social media, if you're sitting there all day on social media arguing with people, you're not in the weight room, mm. right? Yeah. You're not in the weight you're room. You're distracted. You're distracted. Yeah. You're not eating right. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're not out there being the best you. You're out there, and I think we always make it known to everybody that we're not people that are saying, 
we're up here. Right. You're down here. Right. We're saying we're all in this together. Yeah. Like we put ourselves on the clock and say, listen, we're being very transparent. I tell people all the time, social, social media, if it was up to me, I would get off Facebook. Like I would just be on our two brothers, one Mike page mm-hmm. and maybe yep. my page where, because I train athletes. So maybe those two pages and I would, I would engage with people in that manner or, you know, a lot of people engaging me on TikTok right now. Um, not a lot, but it's, it's starting to grow little by little. And Joe has us on Instagram. He has us on Twitter. I'm not on any of that. The personal page I have, the only one I have is, is Facebook. And I try to keep it light on Facebook. I try to joke. Um, <laughs> most of my posts are about the podcast. Are there, there um, feel good stories. Sometimes I'll post a joke. Some people don't know how to take the joke sometimes. <laughs> and I, I, one thing I've gotten better at, I, 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 let me tell you something. One night, by 8 o'clock at night, it started. Somebody posted something about the LeBron James, Michael Jordan argument. Have oh, you ever boy. seen these these nonstop banters of why Jordan is better than LeBron or why LeBron is better than Jordan? No. It's, no. it's, it's, it's an unbelievable... I got I got dragged right into this thing, and <laughs> they sucked I, you in. I had a six paragraph post on there, <laughs> and and the one guy was right. He came on. He's like, I got time to read that, you know. And <laughs> he was right, you know. And then I thought to myself, I went on from eight until almost one o'clock in the morning. Oh my god! Never did that again. I said, What am I doing? I went on oh. and erased all of my, you know, all my stuff, and uh, it it got to the point where people were. It went from why I was disagreeing with them to um, they're going to take my last name now and they're going to start. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They're, they're going to start making fun. I'm like, okay, now it's, <laughs> now it's a personal thing. And it just got, it got stupid. Yeah. The thing with social media though, it's like it, 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 it kind of like enhances those kind of conversations. Like it, they want you to disagree with each other because that's what gets attention. That's what gets likes. Like if you post something that is like controversial or something that is like, I don't know, funny or whatever, like that gets more attention than something like if you were to post about like your podcast or something like people aren't as interested in that. No. And they're definitely not as interested in feel good stories as negative stories. Yeah. There's a, there's a show that was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is. I haven't seen it yet. Joe watched it. When we did our show on our podcast about social media, the social dilemma, the social dilemma, that's a good show. That's scary. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it yet, but Joe talked all about it on the yeah. podcast. And was, obviously, I'm I'm there listening. That was a to couple of years ago too, and that was before uh, like TikTok was big. Yeah. So so basically, you know, what a lot of people don't understand is that they're looking at what are David Hess's interests. We're going to make sure he gets bombarded with that. If you yeah. don't like Joe Biden, they're going to make sure that every funny Joe Biden TikTok yeah. comes your way. Yeah. If I don't like Donald Trump, they're going to make sure that every funny Donald Trump TikTok comes my way. Was he arrested, by the way? Which time? Donald Trump. Was he arrested this week? I, I'm, I, so I'm being a little bit sarcastic. Probably not. <laughs> I got to look that I, up. Look that up. He was supposed to be arrested, I thought, Tuesday. I thought he was supposed to be arrested yesterday. I'm sorry. It's getting... it's Folks, it's getting bizarre. I, it really is. I've never seen anything... It's very interesting the 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 way they're what does it say? Uh I don't know. It says he expects to be arrested. Yeah, he did say that. <laughs> so it's over the Stormy Daniel case? It's over that. Um 
thought there was a, you know, a limitation on that. Like says how Trump could be indicted. What to know about the hush money case. Here's what I don't understand. I don't care enough to read about it. Yeah, I mean, there's so much that goes into that, and I don't know enough about it to talk about it. But, you know, there's a statute of limitations, I thought, at some point when it comes to the legality issue here. Number one. Number two, I'm not sure I understand what he did that has anything to do with his presidency. Mm. Um and and folks, I'm not I'm not talking about moral issues here. I mean, do you think it's like a, a political move? Yeah, I think it's Yes, <laughs> I mean, and 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 you know, disagree, agree, whatever you guys want to do out there, but it's it's very much a political move. After a while, when you watch somebody under attack, and they're trying to get him for this and for this and for this and for this, it starts to make me think one thing: you're afraid of this person for some reason. Why are you afraid of him so much? What are you afraid of in 2024? Because you're looking for anything. They're looking into something with the IRS and, and, and tax fraud when it comes to the Stormy Daniels case now. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly, and, and, and I'm going to leave it right there because I haven't really watched it enough because I right. don't pay too, too much attention yeah. um, to, to stuff like this. Um, but they're trying to take whatever those allegations were from how many years ago, and they're trying to apply them now. I don't know the gentleman's name, the attorney that's, that's, oh, yeah, I don't and, know. And he's, I think he's out of, I think he's from New York, but, um, they're trying to apply that to some type of tax fraud or tax evasion or something. Hmm. Yeah. It's just, I don't understand like what, what exactly are you trying to do? Right. Like, I understand that you, you don't like the man, you don't like his policies, you don't like his demeanor. Uh, but, uh, to me, it's it's that you're afraid that there's something about him that could that could in the long run cause major problems for your party because he knows something. Well, I, I don't know if it's just that. I think it's the fact that he's like anti-establishment. The fact that he went against all the establishments that were in, initially installed into the into the freaking government. I mean, you've seen when Biden took office how he like had all these direct orders that he 33 of them i think in the first 16 hours like i'm I'm exaggerating we're inadvertently in a war with ukraine now after we pulled out of afghanistan like it's just it's crazy we're sending billions of dollars over there it's wild i think it's sad when it comes to ukraine because there's innocent people dying and you see these kids you know they show this this travesty over there those kids didn't do anything to anybody. It's, no. it's horrible. And there's a lot of those adults, innocent people that are caught in the crossfire. Right. Right. And and it's it's obviously going to tug on the heartstrings of so many people over here when you see stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what's bad. But I don't think that we have a clear understanding. And I mean, not only the people that are, you know, free Ukraine, free Ukraine. I'm talking about everybody. I don't think we have a clear understanding of exactly what's going on. Um, when it comes to the president of the Ukraine and, and, and this involvement, uh, there's too many, every, every time they point out a truth, every time they point out money being, um, you know, manipulated into one account and then delivered into another account and then back to this individual right here. And I'm just not even saying names and, and everybody just, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) why is everybody downplaying that? Why isn't that important? Well, at least it's not Donald Trump. What does that mean? (laughs) It's so weird. It's yeah, not even it's, that I think Donald Trump is is the amazing, greatest is, right. a, is an amazing human being. Right. It's that I don't understand why are we you're allowing this group of people to do what they're doing, and you're okay with it just because it's not Donald Trump. Right. It's very bizarre. It is I mean, bizarre. It's very bizarre. 
Yeah, someone um, clearly broke the law, and, and that they're not doing anything about it. No, no. I mean, or maybe they are, and we're just waiting. I don't know. <laughs> but how many times now has there been uh, accusations and then uh, proof and then, but nothing? Right. Yeah. So, I mean... Do you guys talk about politics on your podcast? We, you don't see us do this right here. Yeah. Uh, sometimes we'll say something. Yeah. And we'll just kind of look at each other. And <laughs> I think people realize... And and then I'll I'll go anyway and 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 Joe go yeah let's not go down that but it's we we really don't um we did get into it somewhat with some of the um like with the parenting and we did get into it a little bit with what did you guys discuss with the parenting so we talked a lot about what is presented to us now as opposed to like the uh, different factors sure like in the in, so in the 1940s there was a show called My Three Sons. Okay. You got a dad, you had three boys and I think the grandfather can't have that today. Yeah. And, and, and so, but the dad, and then you had uh leave it to beaver. Okay. And so, you know, you had ward uh, beaver. He was the dad very much in charge of his household. He, his two sons literally mirrored their father. Every time there was a problem, ward sat down. Sometimes, you know, his wife would be there too. All right. But it was very, it was a different structure in the home then. And it's being, I mean, let's face it. It was the mom was the homemaker. Mm. She didn't go out and work. Right, right? right. And the dad went out and worked. And if you had boys, the dad sat down and taught the life lesson to the boys. Sometimes the mom did, depending on what it was. But at the end of every episode, it was always Ward sitting down with the beaver or with Wally and explaining to them where they went wrong and how they need to right the wrong. And the kids would understand. And that was the, the shows that even the Brady bunch, Mike Brady, when you watch him, he had six kids, okay, three boys, and then he married and had the three girls that joined the family. And Mike Brady was very involved in the fi- the family dynamic. He was a, he was a, an architect. Uh, he had an in home office too, and and the kids were always coming in, girls and the boys, to sit down. And the mom was involved too. Even even the housekeeper Alice was involved. But Mike Brady had control of the home. He had control of his home, not, not a dictatorship, but a control where as a leader of the home, there was a democracy, but there was an understanding that dad was, you know, was, he was the go-to. Okay. When, when in times of, of, of problems, uh, that's where they went and that's who they sat down with. And he was the one who always had some resolve for them. Now you have Homer Simpson. Now you have Peter, what's his name? Peter Griffin. Peter Griffin. Uh, you had Al Bundy in the eighties. Okay. You got these guys that are dunces. Okay. And Ed O'Neill, by the way, is from my hometown. Really? Uh, Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. He went to a a high school, literally five minutes from my house. Wow. Yeah. So, so, and and don't get me wrong. I was a huge, huge fan of of that show married with children. And as uh, you know, him as an actor, but, um, you got the, you got the father. He, has no control over the kids. The kids control the house. He just sits on the couch and just makes dumb comments <laughs> that we all laugh at, right? Where, where, and the kids control the situation. Where and, do you think it changed? I mean, obviously it it changed then, but yeah, what was I, the defining? Did you guys like research that? We didn't research when it changed or why uh, it changed. Uh, when, or, or so something that was different is in the seventies. That's when women began to go into the workforce. Uh, women began to not control the workforce, but they said, Hey, listen, 
we can do what you're doing. Right. There was a huge movement in the 70s. By 79, divorce rate was up higher than it is now. You know how people say half the people that get married now get divorced? That's that's false. Only right now, only like 2.3 to 2.5 out of every 1,000 people are divorced. Wow. Back then, it was like almost six out of every 1,000 by the late 1970s. The women were shacking up with well, it coworkers? Was, yeah, it, 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 it's nothing <laughs> against the women. It's more because the women were more, um, they felt more empowerment. Right. right, yeah, more self-actualization, and they said to themselves, they felt, felt yeah. like they didn't need a man, and I, and the and the you know men had that was a problem, that was a conflict, right, and so that's what was causing that problem, yeah. But so you have that divide in the home, and with that divide in the home, you start maybe having that divide with children, or you don't have a divide in the home, but both parents are working now, so kids have to figure it out for themselves. Right. I could tell you at a at a younger age, both my mother and father worked. And me, my brother and sister, we got home from school when I was in eighth grade and my sister was in maybe sixth or fifth grade. My brother was in fourth grade, third, fifth grade. And, and we, we figured it out for about 45 minutes to an hour until mom and dad got home from work. Right. Uh, you do that now and they want to call children's services and <laughs> take everybody away. The neighbors on the, you know, on the news talking about how they never knew you were like that. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's. It's so different today because the dynamic is different and we have different, there's different obstacles now. Social media is a huge problem. Um, and it's just something that you're going, I think as time goes on, you'll see more of. My 13-year-old, he gets really decent, good grades in school, plays basketball. He can't do anything without that phone in his hand. Like It's an all-out war to get that phone out of his yeah. hand to do anything. Yeah. My kids are the same way with their tablets. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, I kind of get it though. Like I get it. I'm addicted to my phone. We all you know, are. like, I mean, I, yeah. I use the excuse that, Oh, I have a podcast or I have this. I need to promote, have that. I'm always doing something. It seems like on my phone or on the computer or on the tablet, Yeah, always something. But then I'm like scrolling in between. Right. I'm addicted. Like everybody's addicted. It's yeah. it, it. That's part of the game. Like being on social media, that's what they do. They they grab your attention. They yeah. keep dragging you in. And I can't imagine like what it would be like for somebody who's young. Like it's 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 what they know. Yeah, it's what when, they know. But it's so enticing. It is. I mean, when we were when I was younger, um, when Atari came out. That was huge. That was like, I mean, that joystick, <laughs> I don't know. My hands were like, my fingers felt like they did after a day's work at, at, right. at General Motors, right? I mean, but we played, you know, whatever games, you know, Donkey Kong came out mm. and that was like, Pac-Man came out and it was like, wow. <laughs> but it was like an hour and then that was it. And then right. it was back outside and there was ColecoVision and you had like these little handheld games. You could play football, mm. basketball, and it was so simplistic as compared to today. Right. Right. But it wasn't, it wasn't our main thing. It wasn't like what we were drawn to, to like be on for hours and hours and hours. Right. And you know, I grew up in a neighborhood of about 18 kids and then they drew in each one, each kid drew in another two or three. Uh, my mom, my mom was talking to the neighbors. I don't know how long ago this was when they were all talking and they were just talking about how, they, they were having their wine night, right? <laughs> uh, all the kids are gone. Right. It was a wine night. They were sitting on somebody's porch in the summer. And just how quiet the neighborhood was. Because around 8.30 at night in the summer, 
kick the can was going on over here. You know, <laughs> there was just everything. Freeze tag was going on over there. Right. People were, it was just kids all over the neighborhood and you're in everybody's yard. Nobody cared. Right. Nobody cared. Yeah. There's now it's play dates. Mm. You got to set up a play date. And I'm like, what does that mean? Just get <laughs> on your bike. You know, like my, my 10 year old Jordan, he'll say, can I have a play date with Joe up the street? And I, Jordan, get on your bike, go knock on the door and say, Joe, you want to come outside? Oh, and, and I got to text his mom. Then his mom's got to let me know whether or not Joe can come outside. Right. It's, it's, it's one so of, bizarre. One of the most crazy things I ever experienced was uh, during COVID, you know, how the kids were in lockdown. They were forced to do school on Zoom and whatnot. They had, they, we set up a play date for my daughter with a kid from school that we had never met over Zoom. So, so play date over zoom play day over zoom so each of them were playing with their toys like look at this toy look at this toy this is my bedroom <laughs> like, i was I just, like what I, I hate that because what are we doing yeah because here's the problem with that the purpose of social interaction is to teach kids how to be able to interact with other people they could easily right there just close the laptop when you're mad at them yeah but if you get mad at each other because you're angry you have to work it out yeah, you don't yeah. have a choice right yeah. yeah, if we and, get into an argument right now, you yeah. and I have to solve this. We have to solve this. We're in an enclosed room. Right. I mean, yeah, I can get up and walk out, and that would make for great ratings maybe, and everybody would be waiting for me to come back. <laughs> maybe we should have talked about this beforehand. Um, but it's 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 this desensitized, you know, it's very desensitizing to see how, how these kids are. Do they still interact? Yeah, they're, they have to go to school together. We tried to stop that. Yeah. At one point that, that experiment didn't work. <laughs> and, and, and I said this before on my podcast, I'm not saying that every kid should have been in school at the heart of COVID. Right. I'm saying they did try due to that. They did try to see, Hey, can we do this where everyone right. is homeschooled now? Right. And it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work at no. all. And, and if it was for, thank God, because you want to talk about being desensitized. I mean, they wouldn't even know what it's like to be in front of other human beings. Yeah. I mean, my daughter had to start school as a kindergartner online i remember you telling me that, about that That was so wild yeah like she well for one she's behind now because of it mm -hmm. and it's like something we've been having to try to catch her up now because like she's she's learning on a screen she's like watching the teacher who's boring mm -hmm. she's not interesting whatsoever that, that that could be a problem yeah and then she's off playing or doing whatever yeah it's just it's it's not it was not fair for yeah. those kids yeah. actually i didn't talk to you about it you talked to somebody uh, one of your podcast shows that I was watching, mm. the lady who was talking about education. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I can't remember what show that was now. Ironically, she uh, she does um, uh, online schooling. <laughs> uh, does, oh, yeah. yeah, that was the one. That yeah. was the one. Yeah. Hey, uh, okay, so listening to her in the podcast, she seems like a little more energetic. Yeah, she seems like passionate about yeah, it. She seems fun. So I, I could see that and understand it. I just. I, I guess when you're you're somebody who went to school their whole life and I wouldn't change it for the world, yeah. it's just hard to get me to 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 transfer over to understanding yeah. how that works because I really do believe someday that's the route they're gonna we're gonna take. And yeah, I mean everything's gonna be virtual one day. Yeah, it's it's crazy, it's scary. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how. I think the only way that I would be okay with that is. Like if I were to pull my kids out of school and homeschool them, it would only be because of safety and, and the fact that I don't want them to get shot, you know, from like a school shooter. But, and we talked about, we, we talked about the school shooting thing last time that I was here. Did we? Yeah. Oh yeah. We, we talked we did. about, That's right. um, That's right. uh, was it Uvalde? Yeah. 
yeah. uh, Texas. Well, since then we had that that uh, threat. Okemos school schools. Okum, there was in Vermont. There was here yeah. in, in Michigan. It was all over Michigan. Yeah. Um, it was they a caught swatting. the person. I thought. Did they? I thought they caught the individual who was, a, was, a who was making the calls. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, I thought. I didn't hear anything. And about then, that. of course, um, I'm laying in bed and and here, you know, you know, take cover, lock all your doors while I'm up here in Michigan. I'm I'm maybe five minutes from Michigan State University. Uh, the one night that that tragedy happened, uh, right on campus there, um, with the gentleman who. I don't know how many were how many lives were lost. That was it. Was it five, five or yeah, uh, three. three. Three died, and, and then two the, or three were injured. Uh, yeah, more. I believe so. There was well, so there's one left in critical condition. And Still, yeah, and another one was released today. I seen. You're just sitting there studying. You're sitting yeah. on campus, or are you? Uh, it's it's an evening, and you're just hanging out on campus with your friends and being goofy. Yeah. You're just releasing some energy after a long week of studying, and, and some guy just walks in for what was the reason? Because he took his own life. Yeah, he uh, he left a, he left a note, uh, which was disturbing, um, and they redacted a bunch of information. But um, yeah, he left a note, and he pretty much was saying that I'm going to shoot a bunch of people at MSU and I'm going to continue to do this at other schools. Um, he had an, another school in New Jersey that he wanted to do it at and he had ties to New, New Jersey at some point. Um, but then he also said that there was a, there was like a list of 20 people that were also going to carry out shootings all across the United States. They, were their names on this? Or he said there's a list I, somewhere. I don't know if their names were on there. There was a bunch of information that was redacted. Um, but one of the, like one of the thing, one of the other places that were supposed to be shot up was in old town in Lansing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, then in, in Colorado as well. So it's crazy. And then he had talked about how he's tired of being like disrespected and he essentially is a nobody and he wants to be known or something like that. Yeah. It, it's ironic. Again, we, we, um, we have a clinical psychologist that comes on our show, uh, Dr. Nicole Rentilla. And, and we talked about um, our fascination uh, with serial killers mm. uh, and even just true crime in general. Uh, obviously, that situation at Michigan State is not a serial killer. Um, serial killing is when you kill, uh, I think it's between three and five different times in a short time period. Not that, that What happened there is a mass killing right. at Michigan State. Right. But what is it that... I don't think it's because I would like to think it's not because people are think it's great. Like, wow, this is great. You know, media, this is great stuff, you know, mm -hmm. order a pizza and let's watch this. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think it's because Dr. Nicole explained, you know, it's, it's our inability uh, when she talked about it and she talked about the different parts of the brain and the cortex and the frontal lobe. We're trying to process because as human beings, we try to, fix things. So we're literally fascinated because we're trying to understand what that person is thinking right. so that we can figure out what needs to be done to fix it. Right. So that's what the fascination is. Yeah. And then we also talked about what is their fascination with it, you know, and the different types of mental illness that these people have, because really we sit back and watch this. I think about people that <clears throat> I, 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 I don't want to use the word hate because that's, that's a strong word. Um, I, I hate is a very strong word. You're, you're really in, at a point where you can care less what happens to somebody. Um, I, I'd say dislike and disagree, mm -hmm. right? 
I would never in my in my life think about doing something like that to them. Yeah. I mean, it would never even cross my mind. Right. And so it just baffles me when I watch this. If you, the Dom, we talked about the show's called Preventing Dahmer. The two brothers one Mike show that we do. Oh, okay. And it's all about, it's not just about him. It's about Bundy. It's about, you know, Manson. Right. It's about Jack the Ripper. Uh, it's about <laughs> all these people. And, and what their fascination was with it. The interesting thing about Charles Manson, um, as we go all over the place here, but I thought this was really interesting. When you talk about Bundy and you talk about Dahmer and you talk about Jack the Ripper and, and there's so many more, um, you're talking about the people that actually committed the crimes. Manson never committed the actual physical act. He yeah. actually got into the minds of all these women who came from broken homes and made them believe that he was there to protect them, to take care of them. And in order to do that, they were to get rid of these people who were a bad thing on society. Yeah. You know, and, and so and he it, drugged them. He drugged with LSD. them. Yeah. And, and sent them off to do this. So that's even scarier. Yeah. That's even worse. Had, if you ask me, Rogan, uh, had this guy on his podcast, but he wrote his, I think his name's Tom O'Neill, but he wrote a book called chaos theory and it's uh -huh. all about the Manson murders. Okay. And it's about this guy, this journalist who was covering a story uh, about it, but then like ended up diving so deep into, th into that story and spent 20 years researching it and ended up writing this book called chaos theory. I wish I could pull it up. My tablet died. Um, but yeah, it's essentially about the LSD studies at Harvard and how they, like he kept going to prison or jail and they kept getting them out yeah. and drugging them. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Wow. It's a wild story. It, it's, it's amazing to, 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 I don't oh, even know. And the CIA was involved in it. The CIA was involved. Yeah. They in were, they were the ones doing the LSD studies on Manson. Oh, okay. Yeah. They were okay. drugging him. Wow. And providing him with the LSD to drug the women. So that they can run these studies? Yeah. Yeah. They would, uh, they would drug like Johns that went into brothels. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, pretty much take advantage of them and then just let them go to see what they would do. Wow. And That's this crazy. is a proven, this is a proven. Yeah. It's proven. That's amazing. The brothel that uh, is mentioned in the book was open until just recently, until the book came out, and then they shut it down. And they shut it down. Yeah. It's wild. That is wild. I, I really wish I could look it up. My tablet died. Uh, phone? Would your phone be able to do it? Yeah, I won't be able to show it on the screen, though. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, you're. Uh, I, yeah, I did notice that. Now you have a, a situation where when you're yeah. doing something, you put it up on the screen. Yeah, I think. Nice. Um, so the 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 new thing you have you and and um, Nick Hall and the other two gentlemen yeah um, um oh my goodness I had the name in my head the laugh act was it the laugh no no, no it's uh <laughs> it's called the triple stack laugh shack laugh shack yeah, yeah that's it that's it um I noticed that you when I watched that two hour episode I noticed that you were doing that you were yeah. popping things up on, yeah. on the screen what what so so how did that all start. Now I'm interviewing you. Well, How did that start? What was fun? Well, it's actually kind of funny because we had a, a normal break one day at work and we're all sitting at a break table, just chatting, like bullshitting, joking around, having yeah. a great time. Like, you know, like you're supposed to at a, at a, no on a normal break. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm like, we should record, like, this would be an awesome podcast yeah. if we could record this. 
maybe we should do a podcast. You guys want to do a podcast? Like, I have a studio. Why not? <laughs> and uh, so everybody's like, yeah, we'll do it. And we've been talking about it for like probably two months now. Well, then finally, I'm like, we need to schedule it. So we scheduled it and it was, well, we did one episode and it was just Rick, the uh, big guy yeah. and Nick. Um, they were here and it was awkward. It was just weird. We talked a lot about work and we were really drunk. <laughs> so we were like, yeah, we probably shouldn't release that one. <laughs> so, so we scratched that one and then we scheduled again and had uh, Forrest on. And I think having Forrest on added like a whole different vibe. Yeah. Um, whereas before it was, I don't know, it was kind of me like, I don't know. Almost forcing them. Forcing the conversation. Yeah, yeah. And like, I was doing essentially what I'm doing now. Yeah. And I, I don't want that for another podcast. I don't right. want it to be me being the host and like interview. Like I want us all to just kind of. There's a lot of, like, there's a lot of po like com comedy podcasts out there. Yeah. Where it's just comedians and they're just sitting in chairs and they yeah. got the mic right there and they're, they're going all over the place with right. whatever. And I, and I look and I'm like, 1.3 million views. <laughs> These guys aren't talking about anything. The one guy's got his shirt off. What's his name? Uh, uh, Bert. Bert Kreischer. Yeah. 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 And, and abs is still. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's hilarious because it's amazing. We want to know what other people are talking about. Yeah, we really do. We do. Yeah. Um, it, me and Joe were trying to figure that out. Like when we look and see, uh, the thousands of listens that we've gotten. Yeah. Um, I'm like, why? What's uh, it's so like, and Joe's what? like, people want to know what we want to say. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what it is. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't I don't look at like my podcast as anything interesting. Like, I, I don't think I'm an interesting person. It's I think the interesting person is the the guest. Like, I'm like, they're not listening because of me. They're listening because. They well, wanna, thank you. I appreciate want to hear the guest. Yeah. So. Well, I think um, I, uh, I think. But to draw them to the guests, they have to know the host, and they right. have to yeah. they have to enjoy the host. Right. Uh, yeah. If the host not do is not doing their job, according mm. to the customer, right, right, to the right. listening, right, then they're not going to ever really listen to the guest. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you have your certain situations, like so Rogan or anybody. If if Jordan Peterson was going to be on Two Brothers One Mike on our podcast, they wouldn't care. Nobody, they don't be, care about there'd, you. There'd be 20.5 <laughs> million people. Right. Just because Jordan Peterson has something to say. Right. And he's, he, that's one smart individual right there. When he talks, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, let me rewind this. Yeah. And get a gist of what he's talking yeah. about here because he's going deep here. Yeah. Um, I, I like, I enjoy Jordan, yeah, Jordan Peterson, for sure. Peterson a lot. Yeah. There's a book. Is there a book you're reading right now? Or somebody was talking on uh, your rising above community. Ty, page. My friend Tyler. Yeah. He's yeah. reading, uh, I think, the 12 steps or something like that yeah. by Jordan Peterson. Yeah. 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 That's definitely something I might want to dive into eventually. I saw yeah. that. Um, I, I, I've heard him talk. I don't know how, anytime I see him on social media, I stop and, and <laughs> because it's, he's always saying something. That, yeah. He's that so smart. He, and he'll, he'll go in so many, when he talks about the universe and he talks about what's beyond the universe. I mean, I just, I'm like, what is this guy's background? I mean, um, he's a psychologist. He's a psychologist, but yeah. he, you, you would, I mean, he sounds like a NASA scientist on top of a <laughs> theologian, on top of a, a mathematician. On top, right, of, I mean, right. it's it's amazing. Well, so, he he worked at a university in Canada, right? Is that where he? Yeah, they, he they like, removed him. Yeah, he, yeah. He just recently like got removed, and I think was being sued at some point. Yeah, he did. So he talks about it sometimes. I don't know if he really gets deep into it because of legality issues, right? So, um, and I don't. It might be over now, for all I know. God bless you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I, I, podcasting is, uh, 
It's very tricky. It's uh, tricky, but it's one of those things. I was just talking to somebody about it. Um, who was it? I was talking to somebody because podcasts, like, it's one of those things where you can, you can literally talk about whatever. It's not TV. Like, you're, you're right. not on a show, so you don't have to worry about, all right, on three, one, two, three, and then you have to be formal and, like, you can't joke, you can't make a mistake. Right. Like, it has to be perfect. Whereas, like, a podcast, it's like a hang. You're hanging out with your friend or you're interviewing somebody and you can just talk about whatever. It's right. so informal. Right. Like, we were just talking about the intros. Like, it doesn't matter what your intro is. It really doesn't. No, it really I mean, doesn't. It really does. If somebody were to tell you, like, this is the right way to do it, they're wrong because, like, people, every podcaster has a different intro. Yeah. There's, um, there's, there are some things that people have to understand. Your podcast will not work if you don't do certain things. Like what? Uh, content, I think, is is huge. If you're putting out one show every three months, yeah. you're not going to, it's not going to work. Is it um, a podcast at that point? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it, I don't know what it is. It's a hobby, really. Yeah. Um, we put out one a week. Uh, our 100th episode is coming up. Well, if you count our season ending episodes where we just like do reviews on what we talked about and where right. the show's going, we're over a hundred now. Okay. So it's, it's, a, it's crazy, but like, yeah. here we are, you're way yeah. over a hundred. Um, the content is huge, uh, yeah. because here's the, here's the thing for anybody who's getting into a podcast. The beauty of a podcast is once, once you have that show in your bank, it's there forever. Yeah. So if somebody, if, if 50 people next month, check out two brothers, one mic, check out the, uh, rising above podcast with Dave Hess, they check it out. And now they start looking back. These shows yeah. that you already have there that have been there, they're, they're getting viewed. Yeah. They're getting viewed. Yeah. And so you have a work already in place, yeah. a, an artwork that's in place. It's kind of like people going to a museum and seeing a painting. Right. And as they're walking by and more people are seeing that same painting, that painting doesn't go away. Right. The painting just stays there and more and more people come and see the painting. So uh, our show where we talk about agonist and antagonist muscle movements when you're, you know, when you're working out and what the importance of that is. Yeah. That show, um, last week, that show was nine months ago. Last week I saw four or five more people listen to the show. Like they found it. And then I could tell when people are binging mm, because all yeah. of a sudden when I look at the analytics, I'm an, I'm a numbers guy. <laughs> Joe tells me stop looking at all the analytics, <laughs> but I love looking at the graphs and seeing like the, right, you know, the spikes who's, who's and watching us and, I think it's cool that 3% of our audience is in Germany. That is cool. Uh, it is cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I, I saw uh, a guy named Pat Flynn. I'll get back to that in a second, but it's just amazing how, um, uh, you do a show and five years from now, you don't know what'll happen. That show might blow up. Yeah. Yeah. It might blow up and you'll th you'll think it's something you're doing now and working on. Yeah. And no. they'll say to you, <laughs> Hey, you remember when you interviewed that gentleman who, who sued that institution and in the state of Michigan and right. and he the autistic gentleman yeah and, uh, Richard Prangley dude that shows viral there's like 1.6 million people watching that right now he, because he's on the um the Johnny Carson show right <laughs> or, or, or Jimmy Kimmel live or, right right he, so it's kind of crazy that you know you can't ever look at your work that you're doing as once I'm done with it it's done right it stays with you right yeah so yeah, that's kind of the cool thing it's cool and it could be bad <laughs> well yeah there's that too um yeah. uh i know like with rogan when he got in trouble for saying a couple of things that yeah. were a little derogatory in nature he didn't mean it that way it came off pretty bad but it's a body of work that you have yeah. that you can kind of like bank like bank on and stand on like yeah. people can go back and watch and listen um 
that's one thing that a lot of people tell me, like I've had a couple of people tell me like when they find my podcast, like, Oh, I have to go back to the beginning. I'm like, God, oh, don't go to the beginning. Like it was rough. We, we pushed that in the beginning. We said, follow the journey. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, who's going back? There's one guy. There's one guy I know. He's like on episode 13 now. And I said to him, <laughs> Dustin, you don't, he's you don't like, need to. he's like, I'm, listening to every show i said well you might not like all the topics <laughs> and he said i'm i don't want to miss anything so we gave him a shout out on the one show we That's said cool. if there's ever an award so by the time he gets there i'll be retired though <laughs> podcast will be closed down by the time he gets to it it's like episode 96 and he's on episode 15 That's funny. but but he likes it because that's the thing with with podcasts people binge mm -hmm. so if it's going to be a week where they're painting inside their house yeah they'll listen to like nine of your episodes right. while they're painting and that's the beautiful thing about podcasts yeah. because like you can choose to not listen to it for a long time and yeah. then just be like i'll just go listen to that some yeah. other time it's it's weird if you watch the analytics it's so crazy it's like one week you're like that didn't, oh, episode didn't do that, good that, that, and then yeah. all of a sudden it like all of a sudden like you know it, it's hundreds of people or whatever yeah and it's like wow what happened i don't typically pay attention to my analytics like yeah. i'll i'll watch like downloads or views but like as far as like watching the spikes and getting it i yeah it's it's I, it's a huge issue for me like it's it's, <laughs> it's like i i get drawn in by the numbers I'm yeah a math guy and joe's just i'll, I'll text him hey and he's just like <laughs> he'll send me the rolling eye you know, like whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, um, what do you guys it, have planned for the show? Like, are you, are you guys planning on taking it anywhere? Or? Yeah. So we literally are getting ready to finish up, uh, the studio. It's an in-home studio. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and the room is, I think I told you this before. It might be a little bigger than this room, but not much because you really don't want no. a whole lot of space. No, you want um, it to be small and intimate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's downstairs in my house. Um, nice. Comes with a fireplace and a TV. Not not that size TV. That's, that's, <laughs> that's an amazing TV right there. But um, uh, and so we're you know we're getting ready to paint and we're trying to figure out what we want to do with each wall. Yeah, like we're big into the seventies and eighties nostalgia. Yeah. Well, yeah. I am. Joe, <laughs> Joe just is like, I'll go with it. I guess it was a selling point for me to do the podcast. So like one wall, I want to do like all different pictures. There's this one picture I love. You've seen Die Hard. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. There's this picture that I found on social media that I'm I'm blowing up and getting it framed. It's all the terrorists from Die Hard. They're sitting in the lobby of the Nakatomi building and they got suits on. And they're all posing like, you know, and Hans Gruber is sitting in front on the big chair. They're all sitting around them, you know, with their with their guns. And it's I forget what it says on the picture. It might say like late to the party or something like that. I, I'm blowing this thing up. The size of one of these pictures you got over here on this wall. Wow. And uh, and so we want to make an 80s wall. And then we want to do like a health and nutrition, you know, like different, different, um, different, whatever you want to call it as far as uh, people working out like old 1970s and 80s bodybuilders. Okay. Arnold. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure. And then on the other wall, so it's those, um, those framed pictures with those um, being the best you quotes. Okay. You know, opportunity. And then yeah. it says something and you have someone looking up the mountain. Mm, are you going right. to take the opportunity or are you going to fear the opportunity? Right. So, you know, just like, like what each wall is going to be a theme. So are you going to have like different angles, like d different ca camera something angles? Like, something like this. A okay. table maybe about this size with the mic set up, you know, okay. because we'll have in-studio guests as well as Zoom. Right. Um, 
And then, you know, the camera's set up for different angles and moving back and forth. Yeah. As, you know, people are discussing doing round table and things like that. Cool. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's a journey. We're going to yeah. be two years in on April 7th. And uh, we have a five-year plan in place. Uh, nice. And at the end of that five-year plan, you know, maybe there's a studio involved, whether it's a studio studio. Right. But right. Um, that'll be when... I'm no longer showing up and clocking in <laughs> at Lansing Delta. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, it's, we want to, we want to broaden our horizons. We want to start doing, um, we're, we're definitely going to do this. We're looking at how we're going to operate this being a fitness trainer and being that that's part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, people ask me a lot of questions and sometimes it's hard to answer everybody's questions so I want to start doing, we're going to start doing something where people can buy packages down the road where I'll do half an hour, 45 minute consultations twice, twice a week Yeah. Uh, with people. If they want to buy monthly packages where I'll literally zoom with them and take them through their journey and, and give them, you so know, it's almost like coaching and coaching. Sense. Yeah. 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 Uh, basically life coaching from an exercise and nutritional standpoint. Right. You know? Right. But you know, I'll tell you, this is a fitness trainer. You have to have some type of life coach. Uh, capability as well. Yeah. You have to be able to listen to people's problems oh, because yeah. I, I, professional trainers don't understand this. Sometimes they're like, I, I got to listen to this lady's problems. And <laughs> the problem here is that's part of her journey. Yeah. Uh, if she can't, if you can't help her through that, how are you going to expect her to get out of this, you know, this, this exercise program you're giving her? Right. And how do you expect her to focus on her eating and her nutrition? Right. If she's had all these problems that she can't handle right. and she's looking yeah. for, advice yeah from you so you have to almost be uh an ear you have to be a sounding board you know yeah i mean in a lot of ways exercising is is uh it's like therapy in a sense like if you have a personal trainer you kind of rely on that person emotionally to Mm -hmm. bring you along and into their journey you do um you really do and and as a trainer you have to show the passion and the enthusiasm for it right it can't be like oh god do i gotta listen to this again (laughs) you know because it's not going to work out. That's like the 1970s mentality. Right, right. It's this is not the 1970s anymore. Yeah. So you have to be able to be willing to listen to people and and try to guide them through that particular journey. I always tell my younger athletes when they come in, if we can, let's leave whatever just happened outside that door right there. Let's focus for one hour. I got my problems today too. I got to leave them right there. Yeah. While I focus on you, you focus on me. Right. Those problems are going to be there. So as soon as we're done, get a good workout in, this workout may even help you clarify in your head. Right. Yeah. What, what is the severity of the problem? Is it really that bad? Or maybe this might be a solution. It's amazing what exercise does for you from yeah. a cognitive standpoint. It's, it's, it's really is. Think about like what you do in the morning. I bet you that changes your day completely. Completely. Yeah. I was just telling my wife that this morning because I didn't wake up. Oh, so, okay. I slept in this morning and, okay. uh, yeah, she, I was, we went to lunch afterwards after work cause we uh-huh. got out early right? and, uh, had a burger and fries. Like just total gluttony. So it's been a horrible, and, horrible day for you. Yeah. I mean, just for that meal, but right. yeah, just like from the start it was bad. And I told her, I'm like, the, like, I feel bad. Like eating that I feel guilty. Because I feel like I didn't earn it. Like I, when I woke up this morning, I usually I would feel fine if I ate a bad meal because I knew that like I, I woke up, I, I did my morning discipline. Not today. 
So Not today, but the beauty of it is you're so well trained into your, your discipline mentally and physically. I'll do it tomorrow. You just do it tomorrow yeah. and, and you will. I, and you'll I did work it. out today. Yeah. I still worked out. Yeah. So okay. I do do that every morning, but I also work out in the afternoons. Okay. So every day. So there was a, a few other things you didn't do today. You didn't journal. I didn't journal. Didn't read. Didn't do no some, cold shower. No cold shower. Okay. No push ups. Well, actually I did my push ups before I worked out. Um, body weight squats. I didn't do a plank. <laughs> um, and I didn't do cardio. Usually every morning I do cardio. But okay. the, I, I feel like the cardio aspect of, of things is kind of what puts everything into perspective because you're pushing your body. Like when you wake up, you don't want to move. You don't no. want to do anything. No. And so when you can push yourself mentally to just move your body and get going for the day, even if it's like just a, like even if you're walking, you're doing something. And so like pushing yourself to do something difficult kind of sets the tone for the day yeah. mentally. It and does. then, and then when you get off, when you're, you know, spend 25 minutes on the elliptical and you get off of it and you do your hundred pushups, hundred body weight squats in a three minute plank or whatever time you set, like you feel good. Like you, you're warmed up, your body's warmed up. You're ready to go for the day. Your mind is firing on all cylinders. And then you sit down and you can think clear. Yeah. It really helps. Uh, let me tell you something that was funny. I forgot to tell you about this. I'm at home in Ohio and my son has YouTube on on TV. And he's like, dad, this guy's doing that kettlebell stuff. You do. I walk in. It's you. No on way. A, on, you, <laughs> on the, you did, you're doing the, the, um, the swing and press. Okay. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The clean and presses. Yeah. Long cycles. Yeah. It was on, it was like, I was like, <laughs> I like looked, I'm like, there's David on my, you know, 52 inch TV in my living room. He goes like, oh, dad, awesome. he, he must've just seen it and just clicked on it. Cause he saw the kettlebells. Oh, okay. So he sees me doing that. Yeah. So he's like, dad, this guy does. And I, I go, I know him. He goes, really? <laughs> you know, he was like in shock for a second. Oh, that's uh, funny. But it was just, I wasn't expecting that. You know what I mean? I yeah. like turned a corner. I'm like, yeah, that's Dave Hess. Okay. That video blew up too yeah yeah, yeah. It ha i can't remember how many views it has but it has a lot i saw that one blew up for you no another one that's blowing up is the gentleman again i why do i keep the president guy yeah. yeah yeah that one blew up yeah. um uh crap what's his name i can't think of his name anthony hudson yeah yeah, yeah. I, I know i saw it i like because i started looking once i clicked on the video to watch you do the kettlebell workout yeah then all your stuff started coming up right so you know once you click on it then you start seeing a bunch of stuff yeah it's so interesting to me to like yeah. see certain videos i'm like why did that one blow up and this one didn't or like, why is that one? This just doesn't make any sense. That's what I do. That's why my brother tells me stop because <laughs> I'll see a video that. I, so YouTube, we've only been on YouTube for a, a, not a few months, a couple months. Okay. And so it's it's like slowly. Every time I look, there's more. Right. There's more. Right. There's like one day there's only ten views. I'm like ten. And he's like, yeah, but there was you know whatever you know eighty on Spotify, and right, we don't even know. Right. We don't know. There's probably like 300 people that listen to the show today. Yeah. We don't know what Breaker did and Stitcher. Right. I didn't even know, like, is it Stitcher? Yeah, I think I, so. So I didn't even know anyone listened to us on Stitcher. And then <laughs> Joanne came up to me, lady that we work with everybody. She's like, yeah, I listened to you guys she on- She smacked me today. Yeah. She smacked you? Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I jumped in front of my wife heading out the gate. Oh, she don't like and, that. Yeah. She smacked me. Very un, ungentlemanlike. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But she's like, yeah, I listened to you guys on Stitcher. I was like- Wow, I didn't even know anybody listened to us <laughs> on Stitcher. But um so I mean there's all these platforms, which is cool. Uh Anchor doesn't Anchor handed everything over to Spotify. It's Spotify for, mm. for podcasters. Well, now. Anchor was owned by Spotify. Right. Yeah. yeah and so, now now it's Spotify just Spotify like video, all video, right? Yeah, it's Spotify. I, I don't know if it's just video or is it video and audio. 
I don't know. I don't know. Joe, don't, that's for Joe. Joe can answer that I, question. I haven't used Anchor in a really long time, and I just started using it for the other podcast mm-hmm. that I was doing. I was like, wow, they offer video like right away. You yeah. used to have to have 50, 50 episodes, and it was vi- then you could get video, but now it's right away. Yeah, we had to do a new commercial, um, you know, because you do a commercial for Anchor. Now right. we get one for them. And we're at the point now where they're actually paying us more money per episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So folks, when you know you get in a podcast, you you have to look at it's you know people say well is, are you doing this for the money? You definitely don't do a podcast for the money. No, um, but it's get, nice to get the money. It's it's Do you want to make money though? That's a thing. Like yeah. like yeah, you want to make money. You have time, effort and everything. It's right. you know, you want to trade your time for, yeah. for it, something. It, it's what you want to make a career out of if right. you're serious. Number 1, number 2, you do need to make money in order to support the podcast. Yeah. These things don't cost $5. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The yeah. cameras, the TV, well the TV, that's a different story. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh uh you know, just like, you know, setting up this room and 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 it, who knows, you know, someday you're flying in Joe Rogan to do the rising above podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to have to pay for that. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> you you, know I mean? you so. definitely have like a lot of expenses when it comes to podcasting. Like for me, I stream some things. So like I have to pay for a streaming service and then mm-hmm. like there's some other stuff I pay for. Um, but yeah, everything adds up. Yeah. We, I mean, we paid our account this year. It was our first year. And I was just like, Really? <laughs> because we we didn't do that much in sales. Right. But boy, you would think we did. But <laughs> but the accountants that we go through are spot on. It's a team. They mm-hmm. have an accountant. They have um, a tax attorney. They have, I think the one accountant is also a psychologist to talk us through everything after we're like, <laughs> like biting our nails through the whole process. But they have a team and they are on top of it. If I email that accounting team, not even 30 seconds. Wow. Boom. Let's do it he, right now. They answer my question. <laughs> I, 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 I'm trying to, what can I ask Brad? Bradley Linton is, is, my, is my main guy contact. Bradley, if you're out there listening, this guy is on top of things, man. As soon as I text him, or not text him, as soon as I email him, and, and maybe not this late in the evening, but if I go into work tomorrow at 8 o'clock, I guarantee you by, by 8.15, he wow. has answered my question and asked, you know, do I need to call him? Do I need to talk? And, you know, it's, it's so, so we're willing to pay the money because of the quality of the work that the right, account does. Right. But yeah, when you're doing a do podcast, you, you know, do you, have you guys formed it as a business yet? Yes. It's an yeah. LLC. Nice. Yeah. T, yeah. T bomb, two brothers, one Mike LLC. Cool. Uh, so, um, I don't know. We're going to see where it goes. You know? Yeah. Just doing basically the same thing you're doing. Yeah. There's, there's this one guy I tell you to keep watching him, Pat Flynn. Um, he, he kind of like is a, a go-to for podcasters. If you watch any of his videos, he kind of gives like hints and tips and things like yeah. that. And, uh, he's talking about a couple things. I'm going to send you the link okay. of this new format where uh, a lot of, a lot of AI involved in it. Artificial intelligence. Chat, chat GBT. Yes. Yeah. Have you been doing it? I haven't, but yeah, no, I, I know it's, people that do it. It's, 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 it's like fascinating. We, we, like I literally... Uh, if you look at my notes in my in my Google Docs, I broke the video he did down minute by minute, and I took notes on Google Docs, and I broke down the times for each thing, and I sent it to Joe. Wow. And Joe's like, wow, you know, like <laughs> he's like, I just watched it three times, but Joe Joe understands that stuff, right? Whereas I'm right. like, I have no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> so you know, so we're looking into that, but it's it's scary too, yeah, because yeah. it's AI. 
Yeah. You just type in, I can, so I can go to your, your, you know, rising, the rising above community and I could take your about information, copy and paste it. Yeah. And I could say, what are some of the best questions to ask David Hess when he's on two brothers one Mike based on his, and it'll give me 10 questions. Yeah. Like perfect questions to ask you. Yeah. Like within a matter of five seconds. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, and a lot of that has to do with that. I have information out there. Yeah. You know, it like the inner it's, it scrapes the internet for information yeah. and then it just throws everything together. And there's, so, and that, that's just the basic thing yeah. that I just told you about. There were things that I was watching him do that this thing was answering him. And I, like I told like Joe, I said, this is pretty cool. And at the same time, this is kind of scary where yeah. artificial intelligence yeah. is going. If it ends up in the wrong hands. Right. That's what makes right. me nervous. Well, I'm, I'm sure there's like some advanced version of it that the government has or whatever. You would think. Yeah, you would think. <laughs> but it's just crazy how, how this thing knows. You could just, and you could be very, very precise in the question you ask it. And it'll do like, you can ask it a specific question based on the podcast that we're doing today. Yeah. And it'll type out an entire, for you, if you have a website, it'll yeah. put a, an entire, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Blog. It'll yeah. Do an entire blog for you. That's actually a good idea. Yeah. And, and so that's, that's, that's something we're looking into big time now. Mm. Yeah. We're, I mean, you, yeah. you're either serious or you're not serious, you know, yeah. when it well, comes to, you know, I mean, that's the thing, like with doing a podcast, like you always have to innovate because like to do it the same way, every single time like it might work mm -hmm. um but at the same time people are going to get tired of it so you have to try to re-innovate and like make it better there's not only that time. but but everybody else out there is going to start doing it right you kind of want to get ahead of the eight ball exactly right? and, and and you want to be the pioneer of, of yeah. obvi obviously it's been around a little bit now but yeah. i don't think you know in the millions of podcasts that are out there i, I don't think a lot of people are doing this yet uh, I think it's the beginning of it. It's a big thing, though. Yeah. I do know a lot of people that so are doing it. So millions are going to do it at once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, do you sit back or do you jump in now? And no, you definitely jump in now. Yeah, you jump in yeah. now. You want right? to be involved. You got to be in it. For this, you've got to be in it. Um, but it, no, this is, that's a perfect tool for this. It makes editing the show so much easier. Oh, yeah. It makes everything easier. Joe was taking an hour and 15 minutes to edit our shows. 15 minutes now. Yeah. Literally took an hour off. Wow. By using chat GPT. By, well, he's not using that yet, just using other tools that he has found. Oh, okay. So he, he knows how to edit shows, so he's doing it all by hand. Yeah. But then he is using these other things. We purchased a program to help editing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that um, he's going to keep this program now because of chat GPT. So there's different levels that you can buy into with that chat GPT. Mm. So I don't know, you know, there's like a professional level. Okay. It's just, I think there's a monthly yeah. service fee for it, but, um, it just depends on what fits your podcast. You know, what's, what's necessary for your podcast to be successful, but it truly is, um, incredible. I mean, it I, really I, is, but there's, again, there's the good and the bad, you know, when it comes to into artificial intelligence, it's just, well, I think the majority of people will use it for good. Majority. Yeah. But it only takes one um, person. Listen, it only took what? Um, was it six to eight men to cause on September 11th to cause all that chaos and, and, mm -hmm. and, and kill over 3000 people. It doesn't take a small right. group to, to it doesn't right. take a large group right. to, to cause, you know, the yeah. kind of chaos that could, could really, really <laughs> ensue. Yeah, the, yeah. They would have to shut down the internet. Yeah. This website's like interesting. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. For sure. 
if you're out there and you're a podcaster, I, I encourage you to to look into it for sure. Yeah, Pat Flynn is is really he's great to listen to. Um, his his platform is more on um, basically uh, I think it's more about finances. Okay. Yeah, and how okay. to handle retirement and and how to invest and okay, you know what's going on right now and right. how do you handle these situations in a bear market and a bull market? Right. Um, right. Four hundred one k plans, IRAs. I think that's basically what he's all about, and that's the kind of guess he has on his show. Okay. But he also does this tutorial where he talks to podcasters and says, Hey, listen, this is something you may want to try. This is, he's the gentleman who said uh, that I always stick to this. If you're a podcaster, you can't think about how many people are subscribed to your channel. Right. If you have a hundred people, put them in a small room with you and be amazed at the fact yeah. that a hundred people are sitting in that room in that chair, listening to you talk, Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and, and reset your mind on, on what you're I mean, looking to do. Even if you have 50 people, yeah, like that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. I mean, could you imagine 20 people in this room right here? I'd be nervous. Yeah. You know <laughs> like I, mean? I got to talk in front of all these people. Yeah. No way. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think that's kind of cool. Um, I don't know that I would care really. To about talk, talk yeah, I've because I do it. Right. Yeah. Right. But um I, I think I think my senses would be would be heightened, you know, of fear. Right. You know, like yeah. like don't mess this up. <laughs> you know, in the back of your head, you know, and then I would right. try to dismiss it as quickly as possible. Yeah, that's the beauty about podcasts. Like you don't even really have to think about the audience and you could just talk about whatever and then you just forget about it once you leave. Yeah. Yeah. My sister is a is an anchor for Carolina News Minneapolis, St. Paul. There's like over a hundred thousand people, I think, listening to her on a daily basis. She doesn't think about that. She has wow. anxiety. I could imagine she has social anxiety. <laughs> so she's like, literally, a hundred thousand people are watching me on a daily basis. But I never. I'm just talking to a camera. Right. Right. You know, it's when she goes to events. She gets invited mm. to event and you know uh, events to speak. Right. She's like, wow. There's like <laughs> seven hundred so, people sitting out here in this. So side. many fans. Yeah. Yeah, I have so many people, almost everybody who comes to the podcast for the first time, they see the cameras and then they freeze. It's like, you don't even worry about those yeah. things. Yeah, it's... Yeah. You're not live, don't worry about yeah. it. Although I, not, I get nervous before lives too. Like if I go live on like uh, Facebook? The on Facebook or yeah. the podcast, I get I get like anxiety about it. I don't, I don't know that I get anxiety on Facebook. I think, um, I don't, I just don't. Um, I don't know why. Maybe I should. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, it depends. Like a lot of times when I go live, it's just to talk about what's going on on the podcast. Right. Sometimes it's to be goofy. Right. Like the one I did that blew up when I was outside in the parking lot at Lansing in a snowstorm. Oh, I remember, and I was yeah, I talking that. to the kids of Generation <laughs> right. Z about what we had to do as opposed to what they're doing now about learning how to like walk to the end of the driveway in the snowstorm <laughs> to do small baby steps first before you have to walk all the way to the stop sign right. for the bus. <laughs> Um, and, and I was like walking to work and people were like, dude, loved you on Facebook uh, live. I was like, wow, that's weird. That's funny. Yeah. So I don't know, but that's, that's the day in the life of what's going on right now. That's cool. Well, I don't really know what this episode was about. It was it's about, about anything about and everything. It. Yeah. Anything Podcasting and everything. And artificial intelligence and the good and the bad. And we're going in with, with people losing their mind and. Uh, I mean, that's kind of scary. That guy is, uh, is there's a list out there of 20 people talking about the shooter. Yeah. 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 That was crazy. I actually want, let me pull it up because, um, 
I seen it and I didn't actually get to read the whole thing. Um, charged up again? Yeah, it's charged. Uh, let's see here. Eventually, I'll have somebody who does this for me. I thought your brother... Wasn't your brother involved in that at one point? Yeah. And he said he, he walked more money, went more money. <laughs> outside with a picket sign. I think he just got here, actually. But no, I just didn't ask him for help today. I've been I've actually been doing this on my own uh -huh. um, recently. Um, eventually, I want to buy a piece of equipment where I don't have to do this. I can just yeah. look things up and just switch it back and forth easier right. than having the computer and whatnot. So this is the uh, this is the uh, note it says hi my name is Anthony McCray there's a group of us twenty of us and I'm the leader I will be shooting up MSU and some of the other groups will be uh, going to call going to Colorado Springs to shoot up and then they redacted the name they hurt they hurted me yeah another team of my my group. Will be going to New Jersey and they will shoot up blank high school and middle school. They herded me. Another team of my group will finish off the city of Lansing. Here's a list of our targets. And they listed a school in East Lansing, or at least a place in East Lansing, a place in Old Town, right around the corner, blank company, blank road, I think, uh, a church on blank street. Uh, another place on the north side of my hometown. Lovely. Fuck all you racist motherfuckers. Wow. Uh, and then, like, at the top of the page, you see he wrote, they herded me. Um, Holt, someplace in Holt, Michigan, and some other places. DeWitt Township. My father is not, has nothing to do with this. I'm tired of being rejected, an outcast, a loner. People hated me. They made me who I am today, a killer. No one noticed me. They hate me. They hate me with, without a, what is Co that? Without a cost? Without a, yeah. I think that's what it says. Something like that. Everywhere I go, people treat me different. I don't want to be an American, African, Amer I don't want to be an American African. What? I'm a person. Why do people hate me? They never accepted me. 10 years since I had sex. They hate me. Why, why, why? I mean, this is, this is, this is somebody with a lot of deep issues. Yeah. So I think he had like <laughs> some sort of, uh, men, like he had some sort of, uh, uh, some sort of mental like health problem. Yeah. Hey buddy, shut the door. Nope, shut the door. We're wrapping up. <laughs> cameo <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so yeah that was crazy yeah um and they released that like a couple weeks ago that's somebody reaching out for help big time right there i don't know how people that listening to that and, and reading it on the screen here while you were saying it there's no way that uh this wasn't well known he had there's no way he kept all that inside there's no way I mean, people uh, had to know he was having problems. Somebody posted on one of the Facebook groups I'm in that they knew him. And they were like, I knew him like years ago and his, his mom died or something. Yeah. And, and, uh, from that moment on, he was, he wasn't the same. 
And it, so he was like 40 some years old. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It's like you sit here and you're, you, you, you're, you're disgusted with what he did. And you can't even fathom if that was one of your loved ones that he killed. Yeah. I, I, I don't fault anybody for wanting, you know, Tim to be alive and be alone with him in a room and strangle him. And, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you're looking at this and you're just thinking, man, what, what, what what's going on with our, our healthcare system that, you know, people like this are out there and there's no way that someone didn't see that this guy needed healthcare, right? That he needed some type of mental health. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think, I think I seen something where he, he uh, knew he had a problem, but refused help. Uh-huh. So I don't, what are you going to, I don't know. I don't know. Mental health is a major, major issue. Major issue. It's huge today. And, and I already, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. But beer for another three hours. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, there's something that needs to be done, but what could you do? I mean, there's a mental health crisis right now. And like, even for like somebody like us who, who we have good health insurance, mm-hmm. um, it's difficult for us to get therapists because, you know, there's so, there's a waiting list like that's a mile long. Yeah. I guess the good thing about that is people are getting help. They're getting help, but it yeah. takes forever. Right. Right. So. so I don't know. Um, yeah, I think with that, we should wrap this up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. So where can people find your podcast? Two Brothers, One Mike. Um, it, there's no numbers in there. It's TWO, Two Brothers, One Mike, O-N-E. Um, you Two can Brothers, find One us, Mike on Facebook. Yeah, you can find us on Facebook. You could find us on TikTok uh, at the number two, B-R-O-S. Um, I think it's underscore M-I-C. That's that's where I'm at, and then my brother has T Bomb Show T B O M underscore S H O W, and then we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Um, we don't have a website yet. That's our next. That's our next move. And then we're on every platform you could think of when it comes to our, our show. If you go to type in Two Brothers One Mike on Spotify, we're on YouTube, we're on Google, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, not Twitter. We're on uh, Breaker, Stitcher, uh, Apple. Yeah, we're, we're everywhere. So everywhere. Yeah, you just Google it. Just Google it. You can't miss us. Yeah. Sure. All right. All right. Well, thanks for doing this, Sarge. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me here on the Rising Above podcast with David Hess. <laughs> You're not listening to this show. What's wrong with you? 